Welcome everyone to another edition of the Dress of a Watch podcast. So today we're going to talk to Yo. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. He's in here already. Hey. Hey. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Excellent. You're a bit quiet, but I think we can manage to do this like this. I might be quiet. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. Fine, fine. Yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. I think Good. my 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 AirPods were still connected, so <laughs> it's a nice fine. Excellent. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Yourself? Yeah, very good, very good. How's the How's the UK? How's everything? Um, yeah, I mean everything seems um, okay. I mean I haven't really been out too much, I suppose. Um, so, uh, but otherwise, it, it, yeah, it seems to be all right. Uh, okay. Sounds good. Dealing with the pandemic, well, I guess. About yourself, is it is it is it quite bad there or? Um, it's getting better. We're slowly starting to open up again. Actually, we've I think we've opened up last week. So shops and restaurants and everything started oh, right. okay. last week. Yeah. So we were quite fortunate because it didn't hit us that hard. But yeah. still, we, we, we're still advised to stay at home as much as possible. So yeah, yeah. yeah I think that's the same with everyone. Yeah, It's interesting that restaurants are open because uh, I don't think restaurants are going to be open until maybe end of July in, in the UK. Really? Yeah, possibly. Okay, any any hospitality or um, hotels, any place where there's gatherings, I don't think you know there's chance until maybe yeah, the earliest end of July. But okay. that probably will change again anyway. So yeah, quite interesting. yeah. But I think we we're we're gonna get through this and uh, yeah. we'll, we we stay positive. Think about yes. watches. Uh, yeah. Don't yeah. don't buy too many. <laughs> That's quite difficult. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, know, I, know. I, I, I feel I feel the same way. Uh, I've um, managed to not pull the trigger um, many times now, and I did want to to buy one one or two watches, but I didn't. So, so I tried to keep the try to keep the buying to a minimal, so not yeah. spending too much money, but yeah. still acquiring a few pieces here and yeah. there as, as the you know. As they come yeah, uh, Mr. Watch is saying we should buy watch straps instead. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's a good idea, but I've got like literal hundreds, hundreds <laughs> of watch straps. That's that's the thing. Um, it, it's crazy. I think some people think I'm crazy, but the thing the thing is, it's, it, it opens up uh, so many options. You know, yeah. when you've got different straps, you can you know, match them with different outfits, make the watch look different. It almost feels like a different piece every single time you, 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 you do that. And uh, it, it, it does save you money in a yeah. sense, but then you're spending money still at the same yeah. time, but just spending, you know, less money, you know, yeah. to, to get that sort of same excitement, I guess. That's, uh, that's very true. Yeah. So um, I think we can, I think we have enough people in, we can, we can start right off. Okay. Uh, maybe you can tell us a little bit about how how you got into watches in the first place. Okay, um, I've always been into watches anyway from a young, but um, it was probably uh, when I was 21, my parents bought me my first luxury watch, which was a, a Rolex date, 
think the reference 15210. It had the blue sunburst dial and uh, right. an engine turn bezel, which was, uh, it was 34 millimeters. Now I, I had that watch for a long time um, and I really enjoyed it, but I sort of really got into watches in about 2013. So at that point, I just got rid of that particular Rolex because I thought that the 34 mil was a little bit small. Yeah. Um, I wish I never sold it actually, but <laughs> it's, um, in hindsight, but I, I, I sold the watch and then in 2013, my brother-in-law was, um, he kept going on about this watch he saw on, in Barworld that came out, which was the, uh, the GMT Master 2. It was the black and blue, the 116710. Mm -hmm. like uh, so that had just come out. Uh, and, you know, he was like, oh, no, it's really good. It's really nice. And I said, oh, yeah, it's a nice watch. It's a nice watch. And then it came to like July and he flew over here uh, for for a short trip and he was like oh you should get it you should get it and I'm like okay so I, I rang a few places um, and this was on a Sunday it was like a Sunday mid-morning and I kind of I, I, I rang one of the places I rang was Preston's which is um, the only Rolex boutique outside of London which is in yeah. Leeds yeah. and they go yeah we've got one here you know and um, you know nobody's buying it so I was like hold it Hold that watch. I'm driving there from Manchester right now to go and buy that watch right now. Hold it right there. So <laughs> we, we did the road trip and we drove all the way to Leeds and, it, and you know, getting all excited. Oh, they're going to see this watch. And we got there. And, um, yeah, the watch is beautiful. I really, really, really like the size, the whole look of it. And I purchased it there and then. But whilst we were there, we actually bought a Submariner as well, a Hulk, uh, which references 116. 610 LV. So it was like, um, yeah, we, we bought both of those watches at the same time, you know, in the <laughs> store, walked in, got it, walked out. Cool. Now that's this kind of story you'll never ever no. hear ever again. That never no, happens. That's it. <laughs> you can't walk into a, a any boutique or any, you know, authorized dealer and come out with those two pieces like that. It's just impossible. Yeah. So it was, I think it was just at the height of how Rolex sort of boomed and the third party dealers started acquiring all the pieces and all the pricing prices started jumping um at that point the third party dealers selling the batman was it were i, mean, I bought it for 5950 which is retail in the uk and they were yeah. selling it for about seven so it was yeah. just you know it was just a little bit more yeah. but now you know they're like what 12 14 yeah. it's it, it's discontinued that particular one now so exactly, it's yeah. the prices are really high and obviously trying to get a new one is next to impossible. Trying to get on the list is impossible, let alone yeah, you know waiting true. years for the for the for the piece, which is really strange. Um, uh, which I think Rolex really need to get a handle on because it, everyone who wants the watch as as a as a collector, you know, and appreciates the watch can't get hold of it. And spending that kind of money is kind of ridiculous just to yeah. give the profit to someone who's ordered their Rolex. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's when I really got into watches so that particular watch for me was the starting point for this whole journey uh which quickly you know slippery slope was like you know <laughs> and i suddenly had like 15 16 watches i was like uh where did this come from <laughs> but um yeah it's the batman the batman was the was the key the key turner for me and that that got me straight into it all um 
I quickly acquired, I think it was the next watch I acquired was the uh, Prospect Seiko SBDC 007, which is yeah. the, Shog the Shogun, the titanium diver. That was yeah. actually the next watch, which was about a week after I got it. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I fancy, I fancy the dive watch now, you know, and, and I bought that particular watch, uh, which is, cool. you know, stuck with me until yeah, now, it's been, which has been modified, actually. Uh, I actually scratched the, um, the, uh, the glass, uh, which hard legs is, they say it's pretty strong, but I actually scratched it riding a camel in in morocco in the sahara desert <laughs> so i came back and went right that's it i'm modifying yeah i'm putting a sapphire crystal on so i sent it off to to uh tempest watch modules and they yeah. and they put a sapphire on it and then i changed the the clasp which which i felt was very very uh poorly made really for for that particular watch and i changed it to the marine master 300 strap okay. which has the uh, ratcheting extension so oh, okay, it, okay, it, yeah. It, it, you know, you can really, you know, when it's summer, you can just change it one notch and, you know, get it a little bit more comfortable. Or, you know, That's if you really I'm are sure. diving, you can really take the notches more and, yeah. and, and, and put it on a wetsuit as well, which, I, which, is, which has made it pretty much, in my opinion, the perfect tool watch or actual tool watch. Okay. Because, you know, in my opinion, I suppose you're very unlikely to take a submariner and go diving with it because you'd be worried about scratching it. Yeah. <laughs> with this particular watch, you, you would just do anything and it'll just, you know, it, it, it's so scratch resilient. It's unbelievable because of the dye shield coating on it. It's, it's, it's really, really good. It's a really good tool watch. So that's stuck with me. And most watches I get, uh, they usually do stick with me for a long time, but you know, you, I'm sure you're, you're, you know, yourself is the same where you get watches and you're like, oh, you know, I'm not really wearing it. It's not really quite right for me. And you sort of yeah. offload them. And, and and at that point, actually, nobody actually, you don't actually make a profit from you. You offload it and you've lost money. And people go, oh, yeah, it's a great investment. It's a great investment. And when you sell it, it'll, it'll you know, make money. But actually, a real collector, when they get offload the watch that they don't want, there's no money in it at all. No. You've lost it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not no one ever buys it and then and then goes yeah Very i'm keeping true. it to to make money it, it just never happens yeah, uh, yeah but, I've, um, actually, I've actually never sold one yet really I, wow yeah i still have i still i mean um what i do not all of the watches you see on my instagram are my watches i have to be honest about that um i get some just to put on different straps to try out um, so, so I picked them up, but all the watches I own, I've actually never, never sold one. I wanted to sell the Speedmaster reduced I got. Yes, I, like I think that it got it is. in two, two sixteen or something like that. Yes. But after uh, talking to Robert Boyer from Fratello mm. Watches, he said yes. you never sell a Speedy, so yeah. I probably won't sell it. <laughs> We'll I see, think that's we'll that's wise. I mean, I actually that's one of the Speedmasters that I, I really like because that's uh, thirty nine mil, isn't it? Yeah. The, the case and the Speedmaster that I have is the the, the Mark Forty Triple Date, uh, which is also thirty nine and it's automatic as well. So rather than rather than manual wound, and that's one of my favorite speedies because of its size and it's just it's quite interesting being you know uh, a Triple Date format, yeah. um, but. I don't know. It, 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 I, I, when I got that watch, it was it wasn't new because I was I only got it a couple of years ago. I think it was, and 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 it just I just never seen many people wearing it. 
And I was thinking, why has nobody got this speed? Everyone's got the Moonwatch. Everyone's got, you know, the Hezolites and, you know, and, and I'm thinking, yeah, I mean, I understand it's the point of the watch, you know, and it's yeah. heritage. But for me, if I was wearing a speedy, I wouldn't want it to be Hezolite. I would want it to be Sapphire to be, you know, yeah. quite frank, because then it won't get scratched. Um, um, but that's just from a modern perspective. I suppose if you collected it and you had a few Speedmasters and you had the Hezolite version, you know, or the original 321 movement, yeah. you would have it as obviously everything in it, the Hezolite, everything, the whole yeah. thing, and you'd keep that. Yeah. But for me, a modern Speedmaster, I was thinking, yeah, no, I think I'm going to go with something that has Sapphire, which is where the Triple Date, you know, came into yeah. the collection, uh, which is a excellent. It's a really, it's a really good piece, and it's uh, strap monster. You can put all sorts of straps on that, and it's, you know, I, I really enjoy wearing it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I love, I love wearing mine, and and as you said, it's a real strap beast. You can put on yeah. everything. Yes. Try so many different styles and. It just works. Yes, agreed. Yes. Well, you, 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 you're part of Hirsch. You're co-founder of Hirsch, so you, you got straps, you know, at your fully at your disposal. It's really, you know, and me, yeah, I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I should have shares in your company because I've, I've <laughs> the amount of Hirsch bracelets I've got is unbelievable. It's, yeah. you know, some people will be shocked, and I'm, I just, I just like, you know, I just wake up in the morning sometimes and I think, oh yeah, you know this watch with that color strap and that style would work so good. Let's try it. And then they get it. You don't yeah. think twice about it. <laughs> you just get it and, and do it. And, um, you know, that'd be like, oh yeah, I was right. It looks really good. And then, and then suddenly I've acquired hundreds, literally, I must have like 500 straps at least. Wow. And, and it's, and, but the thing is after acquiring so many straps, there are, you know, there are favorites. There's always favorites and favorite combinations and pretty much, the piece that you want to wear with that strap, it just stays together, you know, yeah. for quite a long time. Yeah. So even having hundreds of straps, it's like, it's almost like a, a trial and error to find the perfect strap for that particular watch. But sure. then again, sometimes you, you feel like if you're wearing, you're going somewhere, some special occasion, and then you're, you're wearing certain colors, you might go, okay, I'll put, I'll wear this, you know, watch with this strap to, to match that. So it opens up that possibility as well. But I've got to. I've got to sort of admit to myself that pretty much one strap will stay with one particular, or maybe a couple of straps. You know, will switch over between a specific watch. Like the like the red one on your Jaeger. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This one. This is yeah. this actually one of my favorite combos. Actually, well, it's your one of your London straps, and it's yeah. the London straps are really good. Actually, I really do like it. Plus, it's obviously it's twenty one millimeter lug and 21 millimeters is a very strange sort of sure. lug width so um yeah i've got like i think i've got three no i've got two i've got like a, a tanned version of this then i've also got yeah. not what was that is it the connoisseur that's recently been taken off there so the connoisseur in that brown with the with like the stitching with like the contrasting yeah. strip i've got that one and i've also got an ostrich Oh yeah, Masai, Masai ostrich, a Masai. black, a black, yeah, Very from nice. yourself. Which those are my favourites of switch arounds for for this for this JLC, uh, which is uh, a really, uh, I've I've been after this watch for a long time actually. I only it's, I only it's got the this box, right? Uh, no, no, it's it's the master compressor oh, yeah, chronograph, the master compressor, yeah. but it's the yeah. the series one because they brought a series two one out. Um, and what happened with the series? What well, the series one was that. It was uh, the female design, I think it was. I can't remember her name now, but she said that this was the favorite piece that she designed out of all of the 
um, the JLC watches that she made that 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 she was part of, and um, yeah, it's it's always I've been after a master compressor, not a chronograph actually, just a master compressor for a long time, and I really really like the look of the the, the dual crowns, the super compressor case, uh, and then I came across this chrono, and then I was thinking, okay. I would like this chronograph, but then it was really hard to find it. It took me a while to, to find it. And once I found a really good condition one, you know, I pulled the trigger and got it. And uh, yeah, it's it, it's just one of those cool watches where, you know, Jeje or Jaeger, however you want to pronounce it, they, they, they've always been sort of known as a very classy, you know, timepiece maker, you know, a very elegant, uh, beautiful evening watch type of, you know, uh, company yeah. and this is like pretty much the sportiest thing that you can buy from them i mean you can get yeah. the is it the uh you can get the gmt version which is an even extremer version yeah so it has, has has another crown yeah, know, yeah on exactly. the that's, that's the one i was pop. thinking of not the memo box yeah yeah so. yeah, yeah. There, there's that one as well so that that's yeah. like probably the most extreme uh sporty yeah. version you can possibly get and and i and i thought that's quite quite good because it's not something you'd expect and people look at it oh what what, what piece is that and they say oh yeah it's uh, it's a Jaeger and then they'll, they'll be like oh didn't realize they, they make something like that but yeah. they did bring a series 2 version which I don't like as much that has got like a quick release uh, mechanism for its straps so yeah. I think you, on the back you can press buttons and it, and it just literally pulls the lugs apart you can pull the strap off really quickly which yeah. is so cool yeah. but the design of the dial it, it changed so that so the date was no longer at the six o'clock position. Uh -huh, so you can okay. see the date there is yeah. six o'clock, and then they moved it to to the sort of four o'clock position, which kind of for me the it made the watch not quite as pretty. And then the and then the dial layout is 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 different as well. The you know the the chronograph dials they 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 looked not as funky. I guess, and and it, it lost its sort of attraction for me. So, you know, for me, it was I had to get a series one, and then luckily, I found a really good one, and cool. you know, and I got it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's, it's one of those watches. But, I mean, every watch has a has a story, I guess. You know, and yeah. um, it's it's nice to have those stories to tell. Uh, how and why? Do you do you have a favorite piece in your collection? Um, difficult but question. Yeah. <laughs> if there, if I was to say which is my favorite, it probably would still be the Batman, the GMT Master Two, purely because it was the first watch that got me into it all, and yes. it's the most worn watch that I have, I think, because yeah. every single every single time I travel, it's it's by my side because you know wherever I go, I can still you know keep the GMT you know on literally on GMT time and, you know, wherever I am, the time will be shown, you know, on, on, on the main watch face. So it, it, it's, yeah, I'd say that's my favorite, you know, realistically my favorite watch, most worn. You know. Have you, have you ever taken off the, the metal bracelet from the, from the Batman? Or yes, yeah. I have. Yeah, um, I've got loads of like rubber straps for like summer. So I have straps um from like Everest bands and like yeah. Horus and all this um I don't think I've got a Vanguard one for it no I don't it's Horus and um Everest that that are the main strap that I use on it and sometimes I put it on like a a pearl on you know which oh, yeah. is quite light light in there yeah. like a like a sapphire blue kind of you know and that that's quite nice as well so it does come off the bracelet it does come off the bracelet yeah. uh I'm not 
I'm never scared of taking watches apart in that sense because you know yeah. I spent quite a bit of money on getting the Berg the Berg on you know they cost like literally how much yeah. money just so that you can remove very the lugs yeah. but they remove them perfectly so you don't scratch anything so that's the that's the that's the main thing about yeah. them, especially when you've got a luxury watch in front yeah. of you and you're doing it yeah. worthwhile invest investment for sure definitely yeah yeah, it's a very what, good. How about you? What's your favorite piece in your collection? Um, uh, so if I have to pick a favorite, it would be the Mühlgaus. Because mm. also for me, it's the first one I bought by myself with my own money. Yeah. Um, and um, it really surprises me every time I wear it. It's it it's a heavy heavier watch and a bit thicker mm. than the Submarina. Yeah. But. Um, but I still love wearing it. It's so cool with the green sapphire glass and, and the orange second yes. hand and everything. It really it, excites yeah, me. Yeah, it's a very, it's a very, what's the word I should, it's like, it's not as popular in, in yeah, the Rolex catalog, yeah. which, is, which is kind of funny and you wonder why, but um, it is a good looking watch, you know, it's yeah. got, it's got those contrasting colors, like you say, so yeah. it, it, especially if you stick it on like a, even like an orange rubber strap, it really yeah. brings out that, you know, the hands and it just looks really, really good. Yeah. And again, it's, it's very usable being, you know, is it, is how, how, how anti-magnetic is it? Five, is it 4,000 or 5,000? I can't remember what the magnetism, um, magnetism. Yeah, is. Yeah. 4,000 gauss. Is it 1,000 gauss? All right. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a very usable watch. I mean, yeah. quite frankly, in a modern, modern day, there's, there's magnetic fields everywhere, literally everywhere. So it's 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 a it's a worthwhile piece to have uh, in anyone's collection for sure. Yeah, yeah, I really I really like it. I really I it does. I don't wear it as often anymore, um, just because due or last year when I was traveling a lot, um, mm -hmm. most of the time I was wearing the Speedmaster. Yeah. And um, when I when I got the Submarina, I I used the Submarina a lot because. I feel with the submarine, I have a lot more options in terms of straps. Yeah, 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 I know. I know so, so I use the submarine as an example to show off many, many different kinds of straps and ver varieties, materials, and everything. Um, and then, if I feel if I feel it's time again to put on the Milgaus, I, I put it on, and then I get remembered of the time I bought it and everything. So, so that's yeah. That's the same with when I wear the Batman. It, it yeah. always it always brings a smile to my face at how yeah. how how funny that day trip was. Just literally just to buy this watch. He was like, oh, hold it. Yeah. I'm going to come down right now. You know, don't <laughs> sell it to anybody. Don't sell it to anybody. It was uh, that was very cool. Fun. Very cool. So yeah, all you know, every every single watch for any collector always has some type of story. You know, yeah. it always brings back some memory, which is which is kind of part of the reason why you, you collect watches, I guess, is, yeah. you know, it's to have those stories to remember. Uh, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely. I think, I think that's, that's the most fun part. Um, I was talking to Daniel from Shanghai Watch Gang. Yes. And um, he, he actually said that. He said that um, if we were just talking about watches, they're just simple mechanical pieces. Um, but if you talk to the people behind them, you will hear a lot of, lot of stories that um, makes these particular pieces so amazing, and yes. um, he's absolutely right. Mm. 
So it's always it's always having those those moments. You know, they're, they're precious moments. The things that people yes. can't buy. You've got the watch. You bought the watch, but what? How you got it, and why is it significant to you? That is something you can't buy, and and that's part and parcel of being a collector uh, and a very important factor. It's not, you know, some people will see it as like, oh, you know, you have expensive things, you like all these, you know, watches and things. And it's not about, you know, the money. The money, yes, you have to have the money to get it, but that's not the reason why you bought the watch. It's not to yeah. sort of go, I have this watch. It, yeah. It's because you just respect everything about it and have a story as to why you have it. You know, it's yeah, very such true. an important thing. Very true. So how many how many watches have you have you got in your collection? Um, not that many actually. I mean, really, uh, I'm counting. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not so sure if saying the right amount of numbers is the right thing to do. <laughs> yeah. um, but um, but I have a few. Um, the one you see the, the the you see a couple of them that are reoccurring on my on my on my Instagram feed and yeah. um, the Speedmaster the 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 submarina, the Milgaus, and then I have a couple of um, older pieces, a couple of vintage pieces, and I just recently got into Swatch. Yes. Um, because I got a couple of Swatch um, from my grandfather, and um, it's super addictive to yeah. dive deeper in that. In that. See, some people will be like, Swatch, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know, you're into Rolex and AP and Patek. What are you talking about, Swatch? Actually, Swatch is very important in, yeah. in this industry. Swatch is like a powerhouse. It's a, you know, really well-respected company that you should respect because, yeah. for one thing, it owns a lot of other brands, you know, sister brands, you know, yeah. and and the fact that they just, you know, watch collecting is not all, all about spending lots of money. Um, for me, like, the swatch that I got actually, what I I used to have swatches when I was younger anyway. But then the sort of when I got into watches, the System Fifty One when that first came out, I actually yeah. had a friend acquire one straight away in Geneva, in Switzerland. Once it came out, I said, "Just get it and then bring it back for me." You know, and and they it was a System Blue. I got that. It was it was so it's like literally the first one in the UK because I actually imported it from someone bringing it in. Um, and it was funny because that went a bit, it went a bit faulty and I, and I sent it to back to Swatch in the UK and they were like, yeah, we don't have this watch. So we're going to have to contact Switzerland and bring another one in for you. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but um, it's a really significant watch. Again, it's like, yeah. a, you know, the fact that it was, you know, made by robots and then it was just all made with 51 parts. It's unbelievable. Yeah. You know, the yeah. history that it, it, it's made is, and people, you know, like I say, they look at your collection and go, oh, you just like the expensive, but it's not like G-Shock as well. Yeah, definitely. G-Shock is another, they're so addictive. I like modifying them, you know, like customizing them, making them different colors and stuff. And, you know, so, you know, this this whole, you know, enjoyment factor is like making things personal, you know, making things that you want you know, you want this watch a certain way. You know, I've had watches where, okay, I have like a, it's a, a very small company that really no one's heard of, I suppose. It's, it's Dreyfus & Co, which is part of Rotary. Yes. I think it's like the, the top part of Rotary. But then again, not many people really know about them. And I have a skeletonized, like rose gold. Um, it's like a rose gold coating. It's not real rose gold, but it, you know, it's skeletonized movement. And um, I had that changed. I had it, um, Keracoated, so ceramic, like paint coated. So it's cool. black now, but it's got a rose gold dial 
uh, or partial yeah. valve because it's skeletonized. And it looks so cool now, you know, like, because yeah. you've just changed it and you've made it yeah. your own. And yeah. it makes it something different. And people will look at it and go, well, what watch is that? And then you'll tell them, then they'll, they may know of it, may not. But then yeah. because you've changed it so drastically, it, it, it makes it, you know, a, a, an interesting piece to talk about. And then people are like, why did you do it? You know, I've often thought, why? I've often sort of wanted to customize, you know, more expensive, like uh, Tudor, some of my Tudor watches. I'd, I'd be like, oh, maybe I could, you know, have it like uh, sandblasted. So it's got that sort of like desert metal, you know, robust look cool. about it. Yeah, I know. It looks like I, I was tempted to do it on my BB58, which I was wearing today, actually. Uh, yeah. It's, I was tempted to send it off to get it sandblasted. So it's got this almost like, you know, military robust look about it but then obviously if you do that then Tudor won't service it because they'll be like yeah you've changed or they'll they'll put it back to normal when you send it to them yeah, that, would, service, that, that would not be good if they do it back to normal <laughs> yeah no but that's what happens like with Rolex if you've modified your Rolex yeah. and you send it to them to get service they will revert it back to its original look and send it back and charge you for that. it <laughs> they will they will do that because they don't want you to i mean there's a lot of um customizing yeah. third-party you know places now uh but when you service those watches you would send it back to the guys that customized it not yeah. to rolex themselves um so yeah if people didn't know that yeah, that's what happens either they won't service it or they'll revert the whole thing back to its original state so yeah don't do that <laughs> so so good a, a very important takeaway for me Yes. <laughs> Were you because I was, I was actually of... thinking about customizing the Milgaus and having yeah. it engraved with, with something cool. Um, yeah, some, I mean, cool oh, you mean like a pattern? Yeah, a pattern. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that before, and that that's that's you know, that's pretty cool. Actually, yeah. I, I'd, I'd like to do something like that. That would be really really interesting. And that keeps it personal for you because then you might engraved a specific pattern that reminds you of a specific point in time or it, yeah. it it's like almost like it's it, it, it collaborates with that first original memory of you acquiring that much so it, it, yeah. it, it makes it you know something more valuable Definitely. in a sense not to someone else but for you no. you know yeah. it's it, it it becomes even more valuable so yeah i i totally you know dig dig something like that that'd be really yeah. really really cool yeah. but it takes almost you know, a big amount of confidence for to give it to somebody and go, yeah, yeah. scratch your hell out of my watch, please. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. <laughs> it's like, you've got to find someone who's good at it. And, uh, there is a guy, there, there is a guy that, it's on Instagram, I can't remember his name, that does do all that, like, customized engraving yeah, and uh, dial making. Um, it's uh, King, King Nerd. The, yes. The yeah, 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 yeah. For yeah. Linda Valadine and, and these companies. Yes, yeah, that's right, yeah. He, I think he's from the UK as well. I think he is, I'm yeah. not sure, but I think, yeah. Well, he's in Europe. Somewhere yeah. here, anyway. But yeah, something I, I've yet to look into that amount of customizing, but yeah. it's something I would do, for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Very cool. Very cool. So, um, uh, so my last question for you, uh, do you have a favorite strap? <laughs> so, okay. Uh, out um, of the 500 you have, do you have a favorite? You definitely have more straps than I do because I have like two of these boxes. That cannot be possible. Or a bit it's more. Like, but you've got you you're, you're the like co-founder of her, so you've yeah, got I, all I do, those I, straps. I, I can get more if I want to, but yes, my personal course, collection yeah. is like maybe 100 pieces or something. Yeah. I, oh god, I, I I don't have a. 
do I have a favorite strap? It's a really difficult question because if you had a favorite strap, it's like it might be favorite because of one particular piece. You can't have a favorite strap and then have it because every watch has a different look. I mean, most watches usually are around 20 mil anyway, but you know, you don't really use that same strap on another watch. So it's a difficult question, that is. Oh, I, would, I, a... could, I could tell you how I would yeah. want the, that strap, the perfect strap to be. You know, I could say that I would want it to have like quick release pins and, uh, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd want it like, like the, the lengths to be like around about 115 to 70 or 115 to 75, yeah. something like that. And, yeah. um, another thing would, which would be quite good would be quick release buckles. Yeah. You know, like, because that's not something that's made. And yeah. I like to switch around buckles and stuff as well. You know, if there's a certain specific buckle that I like. So I can't really say I have a unless you say type of strap then you could say well there's nato and there's like you know sort of dressy leather you know yeah. i can't really say there's a particular <laughs> le favorite strap um because literally they call me the the strap pimp on instagram so it's like if i had one favorite it'd be like almost like oh no he's no longer the strap pimp he has a favorite <laughs> but it's um no yeah. I, I i can't can't say I've got a favorite. Uh, no, I can't. Nope. But that's, but that's that's totally okay. So so keep on <laughs> keep on doing what you're doing. I really enjoy it, and um, it, it's a pleasure um, that that you like our products. Um, yes, we really yeah, feel yeah. honored to have you. Um, and, yeah, great. Uh, keep keep up the good work. I mean, I saw the like the is it the Paul. That you brought up is it the the rubber strap that's got the, the camouflage no it's the it's called john the john right that's it yeah yes yeah. there's, there's that's like uh that's a really cool strap actually when you came out of that i was thinking oh that that would look good on like a pilot yeah. pilot yeah. strap pilot watch sort of thing like iwc or like yeah. long jeans long jeans yeah long jeans I'm, I'm very pro long jeans i like what they're doing yeah i just saw today earlier that you wrote an article for 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 champs Yes, I did. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That was for the the brown dial uh, legend diver, the uh, thirty six mil, which is oddly you can't buy it. It's very hard to find. Yeah, and I, I've had loads of interesting, you know, information like oh, it wasn't popular, or it was. It's, it's a funny one because it, it came out in Barworld and then disappeared for like almost over a year it was no one could and i was like i contacted him, I was like, what happened to this watch you know i really i sold my 42 millimeter legend diver when you brought it out expecting to buy it in a couple of months and it's been a year and a half or something stupid and then i they go oh yeah we've got one but it's like there's only like two there's only a handful and the, the others are going back to the you know back to longines and they're going to take them apart i was thinking that's pretty weird but i've got other friends that are sort of you know linked to to longines and they were telling me other things like it was mismarketed and it was they said it was a ladies watch but actually it was you know it, it was for for both you know women yeah. and, and, and women and men and yeah it was weird and then suddenly you can't you couldn't you couldn't buy it at all even online from 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 them directly but the black one you can uh, they also had a mother of pearl one that they made and that one okay. was really hard to to get hold of as well so yeah. it you know, it could be like almost a watch that's flown under the radar and might even increase in value in, in these yeah. days. Who knows? But it's it a beautiful awesome. piece. Yeah, it, it's it's 36 mil and it looks great. You know, the 
it almost looks vintage, but not because yeah. of the sort of uh, sort of fume dial that it kind of has, like a brown fume, and and it's got funny lug widths again. It's got nineteen mil, but I think oh, Longines, okay. all of the all of Longines heritage models are all pretty much nineteen no. mil. Really? So yeah, because they're it's like a vintage thing, isn't it? Nineteen mil, I guess. <laughs> it's, and and they want their straps into. Yeah, I know it's a, it's a pain, but then they, I think they want their straps to sort of link between each heritage model and oh, okay. so you can swap them around. Okay. I think that's their plan, Does, but... Um, do they have a quick release on them? Uh, no, not, okay, not, so. not from... But, yeah, it's a bit... It's, yeah. But then again, we've, you can put 18 mil straps on it and, you know, it gives it even more of a vintage look because it's got that yeah. gap. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. you can get yeah, that yeah. uh, um, It's... But yeah, I like I like what Longines are doing. They they're coming up with like basically vintage pieces, but with that modern, you know, reliability. Yeah. Uh, and they just every single time they bring one out, it's like oh yeah, I like that. The sector dial. I I recently acquired one of those as well. And that is yeah, that's a very nice one. Yes, it's it's a it's a beautiful watch, and and it's just been so well made, and yeah. you know, it's and it's really you know reasonably priced. People who are starting to get into watches, that is a watch to have as like a dress yeah. watch almost, you know, like to, it, it, it's not, you know, mega bucks, but it's not cheap. But then yeah. for what you've got is, you know, literally it, it's worth every penny, you know, and it's, yeah. everyone appreciates it. Uh, but yeah, Longines is a, is a brand that I'm very pro. You know, very Me too. Good. Me too. They're doing a great job. Yes. Um, Mr. Mr. Watch is saying that uh, fume dial, lots of love for fume dial. Oh um, yeah, that's because he, he's yeah, he's the he's Moser, I yeah. call him Mr. Fume sixty nine. That that guy is like he's the Moser man. He he fumes <laughs> more than a transit van. This guy is like he he just he loves that watch. I love that watch. It's, it's a yeah, beautiful it's, watch, it's, but it's, it's done. It's like a pandemic joke that we've been having. Like that's what's <laughs> happened in this in this pandemic. All the watch people have like you know started to talk to each other more and then and, and starting to joke around a bit more and all these jokes are coming up and it's been fun actually uh interacting on instagram with everyone to just yeah. sort of cheer you know keep yeah. spirits high i guess yeah. and i get everyone sort of a bit more happier in, in, in and cheerful in the situation which is Definitely. pretty grim if you if you think about it but you know we all gotta keep together and you know it, we'll all come out of it you know well, that's that's but um, oh, here we go, Gertie. We need. <laughs> That's an ongoing. We won't go into that because I don't think it's for, for like live talk. But yeah, that's another Instagram pandemic joke. Yeah, we have. We, we, we might. Uh, I will have to ask you on Gertie a bit uh, offline, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's definitely an offline one. That one. <laughs> awesome. Um, it was it was a lot of fun talking to you. Yes, um, you too. Yeah, uh, it was my my pleasure having you. Thank you very much for agreeing to do this. You're welcome. Yeah, it's my first time I've done anything like this, so it's been uh, I was I was excited, a bit scared, but okay. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, what am I going to say? Well, I've got nothing prepared here. What am I going to talk about? Um, but yeah, it's I've enjoyed it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's been really but, cool. Uh, for me, that's Thank you. that's the most important part. I don't want to prepare. My, uh, my, 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 my partners I talk to uh, too yes. much because um, it's all about your story and, and you yes. have the freedom to, to talk as much as you want. Mm -hmm. um, I usually have like this time frame of 30 minutes. 
-hmm. where um, I want to keep them in. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it's all yours. So, right. so yeah, it's, it's great. I really, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's, it's good to sort of reminisce. Sometimes I forget, you know, how I've come into all this <laughs> and or why I've come into yeah. this. Yeah, that's a good question. Why? You know? Yeah. Why? Why do you collect watches? Yeah. It's yeah. It's memories. It's it's things that have happened Definitely. now in in the past. That's what it's all about. Yeah. But yeah, Definitely. brilliant. Thank you very much. It's been Thank a you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Pleasure too. Thank, Thank you. you. Have a nice Catch one. You later. You too. Bye bye. See you later. So that was Yeoman from Life Through My Phone Lens. It was great talking to him and it was my pleasure having him on here and talking about his, his story around watches and um, his story with straps because um, as uh, you guys call him, the strap pimp, he has a big collection of straps and it's very, very cool to, to have him um, talk about this and also to see other fellow um, watch enthusiasts that enjoy uh, switching up uh, the straps as well. So that's it for today. Um, thank you everyone for watching and for supporting these, uh, these watch talks. Um, if you have any questions or if you have feedback for me, please just send me a DM. I'd be happy to answer it. If you have any suggestions for future interview partners, also send me a DM. I'd love to have more, uh, more people on and to keep it going. Thank you, everyone. 